This time every Wednesday we catch up with National Party leader Judith Collins. Morning, Judith. Oh, good morning, John. Judith, I don't want to be disparaging about my media colleagues, but <laughs> there is a there is one tough question that I haven't heard them ask over the last few days, and so um, I'm going to put myself out there, put myself right, on the sit spot. Down for this, I'll sit yeah. down, John. Yeah, take it easy. Calm, calm myself. <laughs> the con- the country wants to know. What flavour ice cream you ordered in Queenstown the other night? Yes, well, it was a um, a coconut one, actually. But I really should have gone for the vanilla bean because vanilla never, ever lets you down. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one, Judith. Um, do, how silly did you feel when oh, you saw, you know, the honestly. stuff about the mask? <laughs> I thought, oh, for goodness sake. But, you know, look... Um, I'm trying to follow all the rules like everyone else's and Level 2 seems to have different rules changing. Um, so I think, you know, Shane, Rhetty and I, oh, oh goodness. So we even go to the website, it's not actually on there. You have to go to the other one where it says cafes, bars, restaurants, further website. So, look, won't be doing that one again, John. And the other message is maybe shouldn't have an ice cream. Maybe not. Has Susie, yeah, has Susie Wiles been in touch? No. She hasn't. I don't think I'm on her speed <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about a couple of things to do with COVID-19. I've, I've put out this idea today that I think if we're going to get to the 90% target, people need some incentivising. And we've spent billions, gazillions on lockdowns with wage subsidies and other lost opportunities for business, etc., if we spent $5 billion, we could give everyone in the country 1000 bucks for getting vaccinated. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm not going to um, go on the, the numbers there, John, but I am not opposed to incentivising people. And people will say, well, why, why should we incentivise people? Because, as you rightly said, the cost of ending up in lockdowns, the cost of, of not having enough intensive care unit beds, the cost of all of that is so great that it's a lot cheaper just to give people some incentives. And some places are doing that, you know, they're giving people things like a grocery voucher and particularly harder to reach areas or people are more hesitant around vaccines. So obviously education is the number one thing. Um, Encouraging people really, really is important, particularly when we're getting down to the... um, you know, to the last sort of 40%. It's really important. I've been quite surprised this morning about the number of people that have phoned in opposed to that idea of incentivising people. Why do you think that might be? I think people think, particularly if you are vaccinated, um, there's a natural inclination to think, come on, just do what, you know, do what you have to do for everyone else. But the problem I have with that, and I think that's generally a you know, fair enough comment, is that when you're getting down to the last few and you're trying to get those numbers up so that we can avoid any further lockdowns it does make it makes economic sense to give some incentive now whether that's a grocery voucher whether it's something else but it is just really important just to get the job done I, you know I'm a pragmatic person and I, you know the National Party is um you know, has always been a pragmatic party. We just want to get it done. Just get the job done and understand that there's a massive cost either way. I see the Director General of Health has been saying today that we could get to level one with 
cases still in the community. What do you read into that? Well, I think it's pretty clear the government has uh, ditched the elimination strategy but doesn't want to say that. I think they will eventually because really it's unsustainable when you've got highly transmittable viruses and uh, you don't have everybody immunised. And as we know, and I, I think it's right to just to refer to it because your listeners will know, John, that COVID-19, the vaccine does not actually stop you getting it. It, it, it means you're far less likely to get it, but it will not 100% stop you. But what you do get is entirely different level of illness than you'll get if you don't have the vaccine. So it's all about trying to prevent people ending up in hospital dead Uh, ICU units, all that sort of thing. So I think what the government needs to be moving forward with is actually a plan for learning to understand that even if we get rid of the Delta variant, as soon as anyone comes into New Zealand, there'll be the Mu variant, which is the next one that's on the list. And these viruses get more persistently, easily transmitted as they mutate, but they become generally less harmful. So it will eventually will end up with COVID-19 living in our community in an endemic way. But by that stage, um, it may be a couple of years and what we end up with is something you don't even realise you've got because it's just like a cold. So that's what's probably going to happen. And I've just, you know, I've talked to virologists about this, the experts, and that's what they tell me. I see there's been a bit of staff turnover at the National Party, but you as leader are saying you're not going to resign. What do you mean by that? What's really clear is that I have the confidence of the caucus, I have the confidence of the party and of the board. I feel very focused on my job and I'm not going to let uh, myself get distracted, which is why, um, apart from, you know, I don't need to do things like uh, take off my mask a little bit early when I'm in a cafe. Just I just have to be um, focused on the things that matter and that's what I'm doing. Why do you think people have, you've had people leave in that number in such a short time? Oh, very, very few. And look, we never discuss uh, staff. It's just simply not fair to staff because otherwise people start um, basically asking about performance or what they're doing and everything else. That's just not fair. We don't ever bring our staff in. And I think that's the right thing to do. It's just like you will have staff at ZB who come and go. Um, that's the way it is. Staff re- leave for various reasons and a whole lot of people come in too for various reasons. So we just don't do that. And I don't think it's fair. And did, did, did these people leave on their own volition? Well, we just don't deal with it, John. It's just simply not right. Also, um, people are not employed by me. They're employed by parliamentary service. OK. And so you're recruiting for these roles or is it a bit of a downsizing at National? No, I think we've got some recruitment now. Are you looking for a job as a press secretary? No, I'm not actually. No. Oh, OK. Would you like me, oh, well, would there you? Is one, uh, there, there's one going. Well, I didn't say would like you, but I said you're perfectly free to um, to apply. But while we've got you there and we've got this, this great radio audience, yep. we're looking for a new press secretary at the moment. Um, so can you please pop your CV into parliamentary service? I think it's on the SEEK website. See, the, ser- <laughs> the service we offer here, Judith, it's quite something, isn't it? <laughs> It's Thank quite you something. Thank so much, John. Hey, before you go, <laughs> to get it for everyone. Yeah. what's it like having Simon Bridges and Todd Muller back in the building? Oh, great. Absolutely great. No problem at all. <laughs> what do you make of Simon Bridges' haircut? Oh, well, I've told him he doesn't watch out. I'll give him a ribbon to tie it up with. But, <laughs> you know, he, I think he's, he's enjoying um, having his hair longer. And, you know, everyone should be allowed to. And he's, he's able to grow hair, so that's good. It's a good sign.
Yeah, no, it's a very good sign. I'm with you, that one. I'm with you on that one, Judith. Is it, would, would it rule them out of becoming the leader of the National Party with a hairdo like that, do you think? Well, well what is ruling it out is that I'm very busy doing the job, so there's no talk about that. And, of course, we will talk to you this time next week because you'll still be the leader. Brilliant. That's the one, John. Okay, Bye. thank you. That is National Party leader Judith Collins, and as I say, we'll catch up with her this time next week.